It's Thursday, February 9th, 2023, and I'm Marcelo Pico, Editor-in-Chief of Talk Film Society, here with a quick note. Uh, this episode that you're about to hear uh, was originally supposed to be released last week, but because of the winter storm that knocked out power here in Austin, Texas, I wasn't able to edit the episode and release it, but now that I'm back with power and internet, um, here it is, just a week late. And next week's episode will also be a little out of sync. Uh, Marcus and I recorded next week's episode this week. So eh, I try to make these as timely as possible. So I'm just giving I'm giving you that note, folks. Uh, and I do appreciate you listening. And the Thursday release schedule will continue, dependent on the weather and acts of nature. Um, so yeah, enjoy. Welcome to the Talk Film Society podcast. I am your host, Marcelo Pico, editor-in-chief of Talk Film Society, here once again in yet another entry of our award season series. It's Marcus Irving. Hello, Marcus. Oh, Marcelo. <clears throat> I'm, I'm, I, I can't, I, I'm so happy to be back here talking about awards with you. I love doing this every week. This is my, this is the highlight of my week. I look forward to it. <laughs> Um, well, I'm, I'm glad we've got awards. We've got awards. Uh, uh, got awards disease. (laughs) That's right. Much, (laughs) much like the characters in the hit HBO show, the last of us, we have a disease that turns us into mushrooms. Is that, is that the same thing that happens on Mm -hmm. that show as, as the, as the game? Yeah. That's the plot. Yeah. You get a disease that turns you into a mushroom. Yeah. Yeah. I've only played the game. I haven't seen the show yet, but I know like the, there are fungus uh, zombies in The Last of Us. Um, hey, how about this? And this is not going to happen, but I'm just going to pitch this to you, Marcus. When the series ends, and w- which it will end, um, right. Uh, the, you know, the, uh, right after the Oscars, we're just going to say, you know what? Series finale of this show. Goodbye, folks. But... Actually... The, the series finale of The Last of Us is on is competing with the Oscars. <laughs> I just learned that, so <laughs> I learned that today. Actually, um, I, what, what are you going to be watching that night, Marcus? Are you going to be watching the Oscars, uh, Oscars' biggest night, or The Last of Us, HBO's biggest night? Considering I haven't been watching The Last of Us show, I definitely think I'll tune in for that finale, though. <laughs> just gonna skip. All I think you've you said you watched the first episode of The Last of Us. Just gonna skip I, I watched the first episode. Haven't watched anything else. I think I'm just gonna skip straight to the end. Yeah, exactly. Bookend it. You know, that's how I do it with shows. Like the middle shit doesn't matter. It it was renewed. Set up for- end. It was renewed. Sorry to cut you off. I really need to talk about this show that I haven't seen. Just go. Just go. This is yours. This is your moment. I haven't seen a single minute of the show, but I keep hearing it's amazing. Uh, last night, episode three so of The Last of Us basically broke down all all barriers. They all, broke the internet. They broke the internet. The Last of Us, it's, 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 it's the new HBO hit show. This show that we're doing ends after the Oscars. What do you think about us coming back? And doing an Emmy series. <laughs> 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 that, 
<laughs> so you're a guy that doesn't watch TV I, at I, all. I have, I have famously said I do not watch TV. <laughs> I, I whatsoever. I'm very selective about the TV shows I watch. I, I will say, I, Marcus and I did talk about this before we started recording. But I did say, yes, I'm hesitant about seeing The Last of Us. I don't want to get into a new show right now because I really don't watch TV shows ever, really, unless Natasha Leone is starring in them. And I'll watch the first four episodes of her show over the weekend, which I just did with Poker Face. In that case, I'm all in. But with The Last of Us, I don't know. I, and I haven't seen all like so many other great shows. I haven't seen The Boys. I haven't seen uh, Yellow Jackets. I haven't seen Squid Game. I have what's what's what, what's another like great show? Uh, 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 what's that one with Adam uh, Scott? Um, uh, uh, Tosh Point oh. Tosh Point oh. Uh, but uh, Severance. Severance. Thank you. <laughs> but again, I did say this is never going to happen. But Marcus, an Emmy series. <laughs> that sounds like hell to me. Actually, I, I, I'm, <laughs> I'm curious if I could even do that. I watch a good amount of TV. I don't even know if I could do that. It, uh, uh, it maybe uh, again, it'll never happen, but like maybe if we're selective and we just watch like an episode of like each series and we, we judge it that way. And then, but, uh, but then we have to watch all the, like the, 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 the TV movies and like the, the limited series. And it's just so much TV. How, I, Marcelo, do you, do you have one particular award show that you think is like the best award show you've ever watched? The Oscars. Which Oscars? Oh, this is good. Like this one is, particular Oscars. You know what? Okay. This was going to be uh, a DM. But now that you're now that you bring this up, I'm gonna pitch this to you. This will happen, okay? That first pitch okay. was a false pitch. That was a decoy pitch, but this one's real. I'm thinking since we have several weeks from now until the Oscars, <laughs> and we also have uh, a week where we have to record two episodes because it'll be out of town. I think what we should do is to answer your question, Marcus. I think we both have to say, huh, what was our favorite Oscar ceremony or, or Oscar year? And then we, we talk about it. We, we, we break it down. Because I could say, and I was going to toss some out there, you know, even though it didn't win Best Picture, uh, the year the, the Social Network was nominated for Best Picture. I do remember that being a very memorable, memorable year. I did enjoy a lot of, of, of what happened that year, what awards were given. Um, even going back to like, the first one I saw, the Titanic year. That's a big one. Um, wow. Uh, more, more recently. Baby Marcello watching the Titanic. Yeah. That that could be, a, you know, hey, the re-release of Titanic happening in a few weeks. Maybe we could break down uh, that Titanic year. And and maybe, I'm sure there are clips online. Uh, we, we could just watch the whole ceremony, maybe. That is the way we go with this show. We go backwards. Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. we kind of we kind of hit a uh, we kind of hit a peak, and I was curious about what we were gonna do. I think we should go uh, do some like a retrospective kind of stuff. You're right. this is a good idea. A hundred percent behind that idea. So yeah, we'll we'll bench that. We're gonna do th- we're not gonna do that this episode. I refuse to answer your question this episode, Marcus. Let's save it. Well, mine was my I had a, I had one locked and loaded. I was gonna say the Andy Samberg. <laughs> the Andy Samberg Emmys that was like written by Scott Ackerman and stuff. Oh, okay. That, that oh, you were so you were you were spreading this out to every award show. Yes, uh, I, I yeah. You you said the Oscars. I did say the Oscars. I didn't say the Oscars. Yeah. I said award shows. 
you know what? Could have been the Grammys. If if that's the case, really that, great pink performance at the Grammys. If that's the case, I gotta toss in some MTV Awards ceremonies. I gotta Ooh, consider some, those. Oh, oh yeah, definitely MTV Awards, uh, Nickelodeon Kids Choice Awards, <laughs> uh, um, People's okay. Choice Awards, Critics Choice Awards. Serious uh, question, Marcus? Some Indie Spirit Awards. Those ones are usually fun to watch. Serious question. Out of this what? year's nominees for the Oscars what, for the ninety fifth annual what is Academy this? Awards, what are you doing to me? Who would you slime? <laughs> would I slime? Yes, uh, Nickelodeon style. Nickelodeon style. Um, you know who? Okay, who would be the best sport about it? Brendan Fraser. Okay, Brendan Fraser would be the best sport. Like that. That would be. You know what? That's we can guarantee that. That's a good answer because he'd he'd be laughing. Jamie Lee Curtis. They, they'd <laughs> Jamie, both be good Jamie sports about it. Okay. Well, Jamie Lee Curtis less so. It depends on the situation with Jamie Lee. Because like if I think I think she, I think she'd do it. And have okay. Some, have a good time. Okay. Okay. But um, definitely, if I'm looking to slime somebody uh, unawares to them, they have no clue it's coming. Todd Field. Um. <laughs> Todd Field, yeah. <laughs> I really want to slime that guy. Bill Nye. <laughs> 82-year-old Bill Nye. Oh, God. Uh, protect him from all slimings. Uh, all right. We're having fun. Uh, I, I did tell Marcus uh, last week I want this to be a short episode because last week we released a nearly three-hour episode, uh, which, hey, I, I've been looking at the numbers We've been doing good. More and more people are listening to this show, which is good. Wow. I, wow. I uh, Thank you, guys. I, I'm happy uh, that that's happening because, really, I'm not used to people listening to this. Or I'm not used to uh, more people listening to you know these episodes as they go on. <laughs> you're, you're used to us plateauing around episode two. Plateauing, kind of like staying in a certain <laughs> number. But the, the, this this show has gotten uh, uh, more listens at, at as it's gone by, which is pretty good. Oh, That's exciting. Okay. I, I, I should always put this up front, but hey, that was a nice, nice, uh, nice chat session we had. But hey, we got, we, let's, let's talk seriously now. Okay. The reason why we're here, the talk film society awards, like, yes, this whole series that we've been doing since last year, the reason why I started doing it and why I forced Marcus to do this is to get more people involved in voting in the Talk Film Society Awards. And now, hey, the final ballot is live. If you missed the nominations, uh, go back and listen to three hours of us talking about it last week, or just go to the link, talkfilmsociety.com slash TFS Awards. And there you can vote in the final ballot, and there'll be a link. We can see all the nominees on one page. You'll have fun. Okay, I promise you. You will have fun. People have stated that voting in these award shows is fun. I have the proof. I have the evidence. Hold on here. Yeah, let me let me try to find some of that. I yeah. can find some of Mark's, it really Mark's quick. Find it. But yes, uh, not- uh, Jay McMillan says my votes are in with an exclamation point. Yes. Uh, Mar- Mar- here, here we go. The real Matt C. This is a real. This is a real. Uh, the real Matt C. Voted. That was fun. Surprising variety of nominees. And Noah Thompson says he voted as well. Yes, so, look at that. Like, that's so exciting. Like, yeah. Everybody loves it. Yeah. And, and Marcus was reading that from our Discord, 
So, Marcus, how if I were just somebody okay. who's a fan of this show and a fan of us talking and wants to get more involved with what we're saying here and online, what can they do? If you're just one of these online little people, you're just uh, walking around online to troll on the message boards, and you're like... I'm running out of people to talk to. I'm running out of places to go. Twitter is uh, melting down. Uh, Facebook is uh, stealing my life and sucking me off. <laughs> what you could do is go to uh, talkfilmsociety.com slash discord to join our discord community of over 100 members where we're talking about film, we're talking about movies, we're talking about cinema, kino, uh, celluloid. We're talking about all of that stuff in there. And we're having such a fun time. We do it every day. We talk about film, kino, celluloid. <laughs> okay, okay, Marcus. Okay. Four uh, K discs. Uh, we have a, we have a whole channel where you can talk about horror. Talk about video games. You can talk about whatever you want. We have a random channel. Yeah. Talk about whatever you want in there. We have so much fun in there, guys. We want more members. I mean, last time I checked, a major discussion point today, uh, and and we're recording this on Monday. Uh, the 30th of January. We're talking about the hot goss, like Anya Taylor Joy's Twitter account being hacked. Wow. Yes, like uh, who who hacked into Anya Taylor Joy's account? Yeah, that's what we're talking about on the and Discord. Tried to right sell now. MacBooks. Get in on the action, folks. Join the Discord. Okay. And also, yeah, one more time, vote in the Talk Film Society Awards. Uh, TalkFilmSociety.com/slash/TFSAwards. There you go. That That's the important stuff out of the way. And by the way, we're going to go back to talk about the Discord later. Uh, we asked a question last week that we didn't get to uh, on last week's episode, but we'll address that soon. Not now, though. Right now, though, Marcus, it's the Gold Derby game. Oh, it's back, <laughs> it's huh? It's back. I found a way. <laughs> How'd it come back? I thought it was dead. No, it's very much alive. I thought we killed the execution style last <laughs> no, time. No, but much like Jesus Christ, days later, it's back, <laughs> it's baby. It is risen. <laughs> so, okay, goldderby.com. That's where I go uh, to cheat in Oscar polls. Um, not necessarily cheating. Nobody's ever told me, or, or the Oscar polls I've joined, there's no rule against looking up. Uh, you know, uh, uh, predictions from experts and people online on these message boards saying, you know, who they think is going to win the Oscars. Uh, there's no such rule in the pools I joined. There's no so. rule. There's just like a general understanding, <laughs> I think, about being a cool guy. But Marcella just doesn't understand that, I guess. Being so. honest and sincere and being true, being sincere, truthful. just trying to have fun, not trying to win, no. not trying to bilk your friends out of money. That's not what Marcella is <laughs> about, though. I'm here to win, goddammit. It's late stage <laughs> capitalism. So, goldderby.com. Uh, previously, I've asked Marcus to guess uh, the rankings of, of, uh, of nominees on, on this site uh, before the nominations were announced for the Oscars. But now I'm going to ask Marcus this. Marcus, I've written down the top six categories for the Oscars. Can you guess? And by the way, the categories I wrote down, best picture, director, actress, actor, supporting actress, supporting actor. Can you guess, according to goldderby.com, the number ones in each of those categories? You know what? I bet I can. Yeah. See? Okay. I think this is going to be much easier than the the last times we, we play this game. Marcus, 
Take it away. Okay, so I'm going to start with what I think is a guarantee. What I'm, I'm going to start with like the easiest ones first. Okay, supporting actor Kehoi Kwan. Bingo, you got it. Bingo, dingo. Uh, best director Steven Spielberg. Incorrect. Fuck me. Out the gate. I mean, not out the gate. The Daniels. Uh, yes, the Daniels. Uh, yeah. They're, wow. They're okay. Well, I lost. So. Well, keep going. Screw me, right? <laughs> there are more categories. Keep going. No. Okay. So, best picture. Everything, everywhere, all at once. Correct. That's number one this week. Okay. That's number one. Um. All right. So now we got supporting actress. Let me take a peek over there. At goldduper.com. <laughs> Angela Bassett. Yes, Angela Bassett, number one. Okay. Let me take a peek at best actress now. It's a tight race. Um, this one's a tight race. Yeah, I'm gonna say Kate Blanchett. And you would be right in saying that she's number one mm. on GoldDerby.com. Okay, here's the hardest one. Yeah, actor. This is the hardest one. Will, will you give me that, Marcelo? Will you say this is indeed the hardest one? This one's tough. I'm looking at the ranking right now. Uh, I'm I'm a little surprised. Not really, but I, I'm also a little surprised. Uh, does it say? I'm gonna say Austin Butler. You would be wrong, my friend. Ah. He's at number two this week. Number one, oh. Brendan Fraser. Brendan Fraser. Wow. Yeah. Colin Farrell kicked to number three. Yeah, Farrell's number three. Bill Nye number four. Paul Meskel number five. Yeah, good luck, Paul. Uh, Paul, hearts and prayers. No, that's not it. <laughs> thoughts and prayers. <laughs> hearts, hearts and thoughts. Our yeah. hearts go out to you, Paul Miskel. Uh, there, there you go. Gold Derby game. You got uh, four out of six. So eh, pretty good. That's passing still. Yeah, whatever. Let's see. Hey, what the- hey, you know what? Yeah, I'm I'm gravely disappointed in myself. <laughs> hey, let's see what I happens. I'll punish myself later for that performance. Let's see what happens next week. Or next time we do this. I'm not sure if they... I'm sure they change this up weekly. Anyway. All right. So that's done. Gold Derby game. Done. That's the state of the race right now, according to them. You know, everything everywhere in the lead. The dangers in the lead. Blanchett, Frazier, Bassett, Kihikwan. Those are the top picks, according to them. Uh, any thoughts on that, Marcus? What are your, what, what are your feelings about um. this race right now? Um, I think it's so exciting. It's so exciting. Um, <laughs> is, isn't this amazing? It, uh, the feeling of nominations are over, and now we have like six weeks until the Oscars. <laughs> this, is, this is really the time where like your thoughts kind of run wild, right? You're like, oh, who could do this? Who could do that? And then you check Gold Derby, and you're like, yeah, it's probably going to be the most predictable ones, right? Exactly. Oh, okay. This... Leads us into the next uh, um, um, segment. Okay. Now, Marcus, I have not told Marcus this. This is a surprise to him. Okay. What's going on here? Speaking of the state of the race, speaking of where things lie right now. I'm starting to have a panic attack. (laughs) Marcus, just breathe in and out. Focus. Focus. Now. Okay. You have the Oscar nominee is loaded up in front of you, right, Marcus? Hold on. I'm going to start spinning my top to see if this is real. Okay, hold. Hold it. Stop it from spinning. Okay. I asked something what they thought would win 
at the Oscars this year. Now you may ask. You asked something. I asked something. This is a robot. You got it right, Marcus. I asked a robot. <laughs> it's in the news. These uh, chat bots. These these these, these, these deep fakes. These deep fakes. These. Who who are you deep faking these days, Marcelo? Uh, I. <laughs> who am I deep faking? Yeah, I, I don't have a funny answer. You see those ads? <laughs> oh, I've seen those ads. <laughs> What are you referring to? There's something, there's reference I'm not getting right now. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure you definitely don't get it. You're a pure man, pure heart. I don't deep fake anything. Are you, are you referring to those pictures that surfaced uh, over the weekend about these like <laughs> women with giant breasts uh, who were like a- AI generated and now people are a flutter about is this the future of porn? Just AI generated like women with like giant breasts and giant asses is that what you were referring to no i was referring to to porn (laughs) (laughs) or ads right now before porn or like uh deep fake put these people's pictures in front of wait what okay different people's faces i did not know this this is fucked up to me i'm going to look it up do this i'm going to do this later Marcus can, Marcus, can you send me a selfie of yourself? Just, just for no reason at all. <laughs> no, no, no. Okay, let's not talk about porn this episode. Please, 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 no porn. Please, not no this porn. time. Okay, I asked this fucking robot one question today. Now, it doesn't matter what robot I asked. That's not. That doesn't matter. Okay, because all these robots are the same. It's Wally. <laughs> I asked Academy Award winner Wally this question <laughs> i asked wally wally predict the 95th academy awards winners please all right and okay. and wally gave me this response he, he sent me a list of what he thinks the winners are going to be so this is according to robot <laughs> technology okay again state of the art it's in the news it's going to take over a lot of jobs in the next few years. We should all be yeah. worried. So it, it reached into the the uh, the ether of the entirety of the internet, and it gave me this answer. Here we go. Here's what Wally predicted. Best picture, The Fablemans. Whoa. Best director, Steven Spielberg for The Fablemans. Best hmm. actor. Austin Butler for Elvis. Oh. Mm. Best Actress, Michelle Williams, The Fablemans. Okay. This bot likes The Fablemans, I'm noticing. Best Supporting Actor, Judd Hirsch. (laughs) No. Wait, listen to this. Best Supporting Actor, Cody Smith-McPhee, Tar. (laughs) 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 Fucking dumb robot. Next did he, one. Did he even win last year? No. <laughs> and also, he was in Tar this year. Interesting. Okay. <laughs> Best supporting actress, Julia Butters, The Fablemans. <laughs> <laughs> Julia Butters. <laughs> Best original screenplay, The Fablemans, Steven Spielberg. Okay. <laughs> okay. Best adapted screenplay, Tar. By J.M. Cortez. (laughs) 
Okay. Not not an adapted screen. Not, and also not the writer of Tar, J.M. Cortez. <laughs> Best cinematography. <laughs> Caleb Deschanel for The Fablemans. Now, not the cinematographer for The Fablemans. Caleb Deschanel. Also, Fablemans not nominated for cinematography, as not far as I know. Not nominated, no. All right. Uh, things get a little shaky here. Best film editing. The Fablemans, Michael Kahn. Not nominated. Not nominated. <laughs> Best production design. Now, I know this was nominated because we spent five minutes talking about this. Best production design. The Fablemans. Hey, there hey, we go. There we Definitely. Go. It deserves that one. Deserves it deserves, that, deserves one. that one. Much appreciated. Those houses. Oh, houses are amazing. Impeccable. Best costume design. The Fablemans. Uh, let's see here. Yep, not nominated. <laughs> not nominated. <laughs> Best makeup and hairstyling. I know this was nominated. Elvis. There we go. Elvis. Hey, baby. Okay. Uh, next two. Best sound editing and best sound mixing. Also, oh, I just realized two awards that don't exist anymore. They combined these. <laughs> no, yeah, those aren't. Those, <laughs> those do not exist anymore. <laughs> <laughs> but hey, the, the robot says the Fablemans wins them both. Wins two awards that do, that not, do not exist, exist. <laughs> and they were combined into one category called Best Sound, yes. in which Fablemans is not nominated. Is not nominated. <laughs> okay, let's keep going. Best visual effects? Of course, Avatar The Way of Water. It got that one. Oh, okay. 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 Wow, okay. Next, we can bet on that one. Next one, interesting. Interesting choice for the robot. Best animated feature film? According to the robot, this one's going to take home the award. The Banshees of Inishirin. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, definitely a lively film. Definitely animated. Who, who, who is not animated watching that film? <laughs> I was really brought to life, I would say. Best international film, of course, Argentina 1985. Yes. Oh, definitely. Uh, definitely. Locked. Locked. Locked and loaded. Best, <laughs> best, <laughs> best documentary feature. The award goes to the Tinder Swindler. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's gonna sweep in and, and jump into the category was nominated for and win. <laughs> the Tinder Swindler. Uh, okay, and the next three are the shorts. So. Please verify these, because I'm not even sure these are nominated. Uh, best documentary short subject, The Queen of Basketball? Nope. Nope. Okay. Best live action short film, The Long Goodbye? Nope. Nope. All right. How about this one? Best animated short, Robin Robin? Nope. Nope. Okay. None of those uh, nope, none of <laughs> were this. nominated this year. <laughs> Live action, live action was uh, close. Uh, there's an Irish goodbye. Oh, okay. So, okay, good job, robot. We are not going to ask you back on the show. Thank you, Wally. Thank you, Wally. <laughs> Wally is waving goodbye as he rolls into the trash pile in the middle of my apartment. <laughs> um, good job. I wouldn't stack your picks against Gold Derby. Uh, I'd say Gold Derby is the better. Uh, a, a barometer of where the race is. Probably, but I... Probably. Now that he does got me thinking, I think Fablemans is going to sweep everything. 
like the Tinder Swindler, is going to jump into categories it wasn't nominated for and win. So, <laughs> but it it cannot win Best Supporting Actor, which it is nominated for, because that one's Co- it's Cody Smith McPhee's Cody year Smith-McPhee. for sure. Uh, anyway, okay, that was a fun segment. Let's move on and never talk about uh, AI robots ever again. I, I I did send Marcus this link, and I wanted to talk about it a bit last week since the awards dropped. One big news story has been circulating. That's right, folks. To Leslie. Let's talk about it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's let's spend a few minutes on this. Um, let's talk to Leslie. Leslie, get in here. No, I'm not going to. No, let's not do that. I I, I do want to do a bit, but that's not going to be the bit. Um, before the We've bit, done too many bits this episode. Yeah. We're running long. <laughs> We're recording this the day before the Academy Board comes together to talk about the two Leslie controversy. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, tomorrow, they they make a decision, um, basically whether or not Andrea Riseborough is going to be ejected from the category, if she's going to stay in. Uh, I, I, we talked about last episode, but the, 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 what it comes down to is this grassroots campaign that got Andrea Riseborough her nomination... The Academy is asking if that was legit. Yeah, this is probably the biggest uh, scandal to ever happen uh, with the Academy Awards. <laughs> yeah. I think. When people think scandals, this is number one. Yeah. Oscar uh, well, I'm going to be immediately jumping to Andrea Riseborough asking all of her rich friends to vote for her. <laughs> I think that's uh, unfair, and I think that really goes against what the Oscars are about, which is getting companies uh, to ask uh, the rich people that you may or may not know to vote for you instead. 100%. So what it boils down to is, yes, uh, to Leslie's uh, director, uh, his wife spearheaded this grassroots campaign where she emailed people saying, hey, if you don't know... His wife. His, <laughs> sorry, yes. His wife <laughs> sent out emails um, you know, saying, hey, uh, consider Andrea Riseborough. Watch to Leslie. Film screenings happened, uh, hosted by celebrities in town. Uh, some celebrities posted uh, apparently social media posts that may have violated Academy rules. There was one post in particular, like an Instagram post that was like, uh, hey, you could vote for why would you vote for Kate Blanchett or uh, whoever else uh, Michelle Williams when you could vote for uh, whatever. And like it's specifically that wording or whatever that's like uh you can't campaign against other people. Yes. Yeah. Like yeah. That's like the biggest sticking point is like one single Instagram post. So they've got a pretty hard set case here, I think. Yeah. Um, now, the star in particular that did this and may have, I, I think, may have violated the rules and may be like banned from the Oscars for a time. Francis Fisher from Titanic. Uh, where she referenced other nominees and according to Academy Rules uh, rule number 11 uh, it says references to other nominees 
which states any tactic that singles out the competition by name or title is expressively forbidden. This is there's no apparently there's no smoking gun where Andrew Rasborough or her people did this outright, but actors who participated in this grassroots campaign may have violated that rule. <laughs> anyway, it's a mess. I think chances are Andrew Riseborough is going to stay in the slot uh, for Best Actress. I think this is all just like... I think the Academy is just mad that uh, this this campaign to get Riseborough in there like wasn't part of like a bigger PR campaign that every I other know. studio it, does in town. That's exactly, that's exactly what it is. Like they couldn't capitalize on it more, I guess, is what I assume. Like maybe they wanted to put out like a bigger screening of the movie or something, a wider release. I don't fucking know. I, I, I like how you put it though <laughs> in the discord, making fun of this. You, you wrote, no matter how well-intentioned the communication using one's position as co-star of Mandy to personally <laughs> promote one's own Oscar submission. <laughs> yeah. Now. Yeah. That's in reference That's to... That's what I know her from, is Mandy. Yeah. Like, come on. Like... Yeah. I, I, I don't know. I don't I don't get it. I that, don't get it. That, that like, joke, this is all stupid. That joke I made on Twitter, Twitter was in reference to, like, somebody who actually used their power to get a nomination a few years ago. I forget the guy's name. Again, I, we're not experts here. We're just... Oh, the, 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 the best song thing? Yeah, the best song thing. Uh, which, and then there was also I saw people bringing up uh, Melissa Leo, right? Yeah, the fighter. Yeah, because yeah, okay, yeah. Uh, uh, when it comes to okay, the, the the best song thing, I'll just say, yeah, that guy who got he got pulled from the from the category after being nominated because the Academy found out that as an ex like board member and a current like higher up in the Academy, he was emailing people and like persuading them to vote for him. And yeah, he was using his power, uh, his position to say, hey, vote for me. Definitely not great, right? Definitely worthy of like, huh, maybe this guy yeah. wasn't, wasn't uh, maybe this guy was abusing yeah, his that, power. That actually. one seems wrong. Yeah. Now, in reference to the Melissa, Melissa Leo thing, I think people were bringing it up because Melissa Leo also was doing a grassroots campaign. She paid for billboards uh, promoting her role in The Fighter. Um which I think uh, was on the verge of maybe violating Academy rules, but the thing about her is like she didn't. I don't think she got nominated, so that was she. She got nominated. She, she won the Oscar. Did she do it? She got nominated. Is that who I'm thinking of? She she got nominated and won. If I'm correct, Melissa Leo's it really infamous, worked for her. Melissa Leo's infamous consider ads were purchased in route to her win for the fighter. You're right. I misread this. So yes, yeah. Melissa Leo paid for the ads and got her the win, but hey, she she didn't get you know uh, investigated by the Academy. Nobody questioned that, and she got the win. So yeah, so I don't know why Andrew Riseborough and her people. When I say her people, I just mean like her director on the movie and like his wife. I don't know why they're getting all this criticism from the higher-ups in the Academy. So, okay, so he, here's the thing. So we're recording this the day before the decision happens. Um, Marcus, here's where the bit happens. We're going to record two possible outcomes here. 
and I'm gonna go in and I'll 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 put in the one that that uh, that's suitable okay. here. Okay. Fair. So s- scenario one: Andrew Riseborough gets ejected from the best actress category. Okay. Uh, here we go. Oh my God! So th- the results are in. This is crazy. Oh my this God! This is crazy. This, this is, is unprecedented. I can't believe the Nearly Academy stooped to this, to to, to pushing out a, a Riceboro from the category just for well participating in this grassroots campaign. It, it's well, kind of insane, Marcel. I think you got. I think you got to think about this. Um, what she did was wrong. It was clearly outside of the rules of the game that yeah. you're supposed to play, and. Uh, I think what the what the Academy did was uh, ultimately righteous. I think that you should not be able to be nominated for an Oscar unless uh, unless you have like million dollar uh, campaigns, like Harvey Weinstein yeah, backs you. You know, exactly. like uh, exactly like you have to have millions of dollars behind yeah. you. You can't just do it yourself. Like no that's way. so no way. That's so uh, g- uh, uncouth. Yeah, you know what? I agree, but the thing I'm just so like incensed about is um, I don't know why they uh, punished her to death and I don't know why she's going to be executed live on air during the Academy Awards presentation. It's maybe a little harsh, maybe a little harsh, but also you gotta, you gotta think about you're sending the message ultimately, right? Like you can't just let this happen again. And, but uh, I think that's okay. You know, I'm with you there, but I think the one thing that really irks me is, that they're going to have Jack Nicholson be the executor. Like, I don't know why he has to come in to do that. That's just an insane <laughs> ruling. Yeah, that That is the thing that really messes with me, because like, he seems like he might have dementia or something. I don't know <laughs> if he can really hold a gun. But also, maybe that helps, like, uh, maybe he won't remember it, you know? Like, uh, <laughs> he'll just forget about it and go back to his Lakers games. Okay, so that's scenario one. That she gets kicked out. Okay. Scenario two, uh, she stays in. Okay. Wow. This oh is my bullshit. God, what the hell is going on here? What the hell I is this? I do not understand. I don't understand the world. We, not just this, the I, world. Marcus? If we live in a world where you can just... Where you can just like ask all of your rich friends to... Marcus, vote for you Marcus, because they cry. like you. Don't cry, Marcus. To, because they vote for you because they like you. I just think that's so unfair. I don't know Jennifer Aniston. If I knew Jennifer Aniston, and uh, let's hypo- let's take this hypothetically. I'm sorry, I get so worked up about this, but let's say like I'm. I, let's say I know Jennifer Aniston, let's and say. I'm at Hell in the Bottom Carter's house, right? Right. Okay. And and I ask both of them, Hey, would you please? vote for me um to be the new president if i did that i would hope that they would uh turn around and like slap me as hard as they possibly could because they know that that's against the rules a hundred percent and the fact that this can just happen i the, this has totally shattered my faith in the oscars as an institution like i, I thought we had rules you know i, I just Please, Marcelo, please talk. I can't believe this. Um, and, and, and to prove their point that uh, what Andrea Riceboro did was right, they also announced that they're going to execute uh, Jack Nicholson live during the Oscars, <laughs> which I don't understand. I don't know why they're doing this. He, <laughs> he, was, he was amazing 
in the bucket list. I don't know why they're going to execute one of the greatest actors to ever do the to, to do it. And and they're getting. I don't understand this at all. They're getting Oliver Hudson to do it, <laughs> which is he even like alive? I don't even know. No, Oliver Hudson's alive. Kate Hudson's brother. I, I why him? Like it's just so weird. It's just like it's such a weird choice. Oh, I thought. You know what? I got sorry. I got Oliver Hudson confused confused with Rock Hudson, uh, which. <laughs> rockets <laughs> which like which like whoa a man who died 30 crazy. years ago bro it's, it's, like, it's like whoa <laughs> now academy uh, you know board members can now resurrect rock hudson I will, that's you know what i'm glad you clear that up marcus oliver hudson makes a lot more sense than rock hudson <laughs> Woof. <laughs> you know what i'm okay with this this is fine and there we go see you later jack <laughs> All right, so that pretty much covers the two Leslie controversy. Um, we'll find out next week, uh, listeners, uh, what exactly happens. But really, like Mark Marin said on WTF today, who the fuck cares? All right, next bit of business, Marcus. You watched a movie <laughs> this past weekend. All right, I, I did. Watched... I watched one movie. Whoa, wait, wait, wait. I watched. A movie this past weekend too. But Wait, hold on. Let me check this out. Yeah, I, I gotta, I gotta make sure you're right that I watched a movie here. Double check. I'm gonna button. go to my letterbox. Yeah. Uh oh my god, yeah, I did watch a movie. I, I watched a couple movies. Oh jeez, oh, a couple movies, huh? Wow, it's so funny how this just blanked out of my memory completely that I watched six movies this weekend. Whoa, okay, I want you to rank those six movies from most nominated. From uh, for best picture <laughs> to least nominated for best picture. Okay, uh, most for sure. Most got nominated for best picture. Definitely, um, I gotta go with All Quiet on the Western Front and Triangle of Sadness. I think oh, they wow. both got a tie for first. That's yeah. Can't blame me for doing that. Um, and then like I think tied for tied for third is going to be Shotgun Wedding and You People. <laughs> Kenya Barris is You People. <laughs> I can't. Starring Jonah Hill. <laughs> I, I, Shotgun Wedding, the latest uh, Jennifer Lopez. Okay. Fucks around movie. I I missed that you watched those two uh, that you mentioned. I forgot that that was out this this weekend, the Jennifer Lopez movie, and that new uh, Jonah Hill, Eddie Murphy movie on Netflix. Let's um, let's about those two first. They weren't nominated. Not nominated for Best Picture. I just, want, I, just want, I just want to hear your quick thoughts on Shotgun Wedding and You People. Let me ask you this. In your honest opinion, do you think they will be nominated for Best Picture next year? <laughs> no. Uh, did you see Lost City, Marcella? Uh, the, Sandra Bullock, Sandra, Oh, yes. I, saw, I, I managed to see that one and a half times. I, I enjoyed it to a point. It's, it's a, it was a pretty decent romantic comedy. Yeah, I would say that as well. I would say Shotgun Wedding is uh, 0.5 steps above that movie. I think Shotgun Wedding okay. is just a slightly more fun uh, version of Lost City. You know what? I'm in. I'm in. Does Does Jennifer yeah. Lopez actually fire a shotgun in it? Um, Jennifer Lopez fires a shotgun multiple times. Okay, I, I'm in. And she may, and Marcelo, not to give too much away, but she may be directly responsible for the murders of some people. In oh, in that movie. Okay. Okay. Good. 
Good to know. In the movie, yeah. In the movie. I, 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 well, I, I don't know what her and Ben got going on, but... I mean, uh, did, did you see those pictures of Ben Affleck and Jennifer Lopez at that Dunkin' Donuts? Did, did you see that? I didn't, but... You didn't? Wait a second. I, no, I didn't, but this sounds like a scandal. You don't even want to know about it, Marcus. So let's, so, so let's move on. Um, real quick, you people... <laughs> Uh, was that funny? Was that funny at all? Um, yeah, I, I laughed. A, I laughed a decent amount at you people. I thought it was. I, I thought it was uh, good. Uh, Kenyon Barris is like, he's clearly trying for a like a Judd Apatow thing where it's kind of like, you know, real life. Uh, and uh, this real life conflict is uh, can um can the daughter of a Muslim black family marry the the young to, to can, can she marry uh the son of a jewish family and the answer will surprise you it may surprise it you may yeah surprise you. okay uh, and uh jonah hill's mom in the movie is julia louis dreyfus um oh she's I, very fun i just realized that's the reason why i've been seeing her do more interviews lately i didn't make that connection yeah. until just now wow yeah. interesting and this this is the best Jonah Hill I've seen in a while. I liked him a lot. Look, it, it's a cute movie. Um, it's got some very like surface. Like I I I don't know about you, but to me that that setup sounds really bad. Yeah. And um, I think it's it's like insights into that are like really, uh, kind of embarrassingly stupid. But you know, you want some of that long Judd Apatow movie, kind of kind of stuff. You people is a solid choice. While go. we're all waiting for the King of Staten Island too, yeah, uh, feverishly waiting, as I am. Now let's Flopping get to it. the mouth. Let's let's get to it. Okay, you watched two Best Picture nominees. That's right. Yeah, I watched one Oscar nominee this past weekend. Oh wow! Yeah, so we can talk about these movies, uh, although. I have not seen All Quiet on the Western Front yet. You have. You have that one over me, Marcus. Good job. Um, but I don't think you've seen Living, starring Bill Nye. I have not seen Living, starring Bill Nye. No. I saw that one this weekend. So, but what did you think? Hey, no, no, no. Wait, wait. Before that, let's talk about the one we did see separately. Triangle of Sadness. We've seen that one. Okay. Okay. We've both seen this one. I saw... Uh, I, I, I'll, I'll give my quick spiel on this, because, yes, this was another one. I Hey, you know, I just realized this. I saw two Best Picture... Another one. I, uh, another one. I saw two Best Picture nominees at Fantastic Fest last year. What? I, I saw Banshees, Levina Sheeran, at Fantastic Fest, mm. and I saw Triangle of Sadness at Fantastic Fest. Mm. I liked... Triangle of Sadness a lot when I first saw it. Okay, mm-hmm. uh, the person sitting a few seats next to me, he really loved it. He was literally howling with laughter throughout the whole thing, <laughs> to an unsettling degree. <laughs> I mean, I, I was laughing, but this guy was laughing. Was it in a way that like made you want to join in, or was it alienating? Uh, was it like, dude, calm down? It, you know, it, it was um, closing night of the festival. Everybody was tired, drunk, high, whatever. At that point, I was like, you know what? 
Yeah, I was more leaning on like I wanna, I wanted to be at his level. I wanted the whole audience to be at his level, but he, the, he was like at an at an eleven, and I was like at a, <laughs> at a six. So I wasn't really annoyed, but it's just really like, whoa, buddy, uh, you're having a lot of fun. But over I, I, again, I think the movie is solid. I have not had the desire to re, to revisit it. Uh, I think now that it's nominated for best picture, I think I will have to revisit it. Uh, but my thought is. I, I mean, it is well-directed. I, I do think that was a well-earned uh, uh, direction nomination for, what's his name? Ruben Ostland. Yes, thank you. I forgot his name. But I don't know. It's, it may be very much um, uh, one of the... It, it's not maybe. It is one of those hits you over the head with its main theme. Uh, very basic when it comes to like... I mean, there's no subtlety in this movie. That's no. the thing. Uh, which I do appreciate. I, I mean, sometimes I'm like, you know, fuck. That does, that does not mean bad. That does not instantly equate to bad. It does not mean bad. But it is what it is. It it, it has no real subtlety to, 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 to its theme there about class warfare and who holds the power when the power is there to grab. Um, performances are all solid, especially uh, the, the supporting actress performance. Dolly De Leon. Yes, Marcus. Thank you. Dolly... De Leon. So she, she was actually there at uh, the screening uh, uh, for at Fantastic Fest. Oh, wow. And fun. everybody went to uh, the, the after party, the closing night party of the, of the festival, and she was there. I was, like, standing next to her uh, in line for something, and it was just cool to see her, like, in person. Um, it, 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 I mean, hey, this isn't last week's episode, but hey, this is... I, I, I don't know if you agree with me on this, and after this, I'll shut up and you can talk, Marcus, but... I kind of do feel like she kind of got snubbed from my nomination. If anybody was going to get nominated for this movie, I think she would have been top of my list to get nominated. But that's just me. That's just how I feel. Again, I haven't seen this since September. My feeling on it has waned a bit. But, hey, I can say it is a good movie, and I'm not mad that it got nominated. Marcus, you just saw this. What do you think? Um, I'm going to say that it is a good movie, and I'm glad it got nominated. All right, let's move on. Oh, no. <laughs> Wait, is that it? No, okay. No, it's good. I, 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 I had a good time while watching it. I laughed a good deal. I think it is well-crafted um, enough. I think it maybe is a, a bit long with its, like, three-act structure. Um, and, like, I think the final, the final act drags quite a bit. My weird things with this movie all feel like nitpicks. I liked it. I liked it. I definitely liked it. There's a lot of great, there's a lot of like really uh, memorable scenes in there that I'll hold on to. I think when all the rich people are throwing up and shitting themselves and being thrown around the ship, I think that was very funny. The conversation between Woody Harrelson and uh, Zlatko Burek, I looked him up, the communist versus the socialist or whatever. Like, I thought that was fun. And I think the relationship stuff between the main two characters is like it's engaging enough i guess and goes to some like very weird places like it this movie goes places that i don't think i would have ever guessed i yeah i just I, i enjoyed it well enough probably not going to think about it too hard for the rest of my life forever really (laughs) <laughs> I, I, it's kind of like this won the Palme d'Or and I, I guess, I don't know. I, I don't know. I had a good time and that's about the best I can say. I, I, I don't think it's, 
I agree with you that like it hits you over the head. I don't think it's as smart as it feels like they're trying to make it out to be. Yeah. Uh, feels maybe a bit pompous and uh, self-righteous. I, I do agree with uh, with most of what you said. I, I, I think I think we're aligned here. I, it's good. Sure, fine. I got nominated for Best Picture. I think more people should see it, but don't expect, like... Uh, there are definitely better movies nominated this year for Best Picture. 100%. Uh, one of those <sighs> being... Actually, no. I don't want to hear your thoughts on All Quiet on the Western Front yet. Let me tell you, I don't want to give them up either. No. Let me tell you my thoughts on Living real quick, okay? Yes. I saw Living, directed by Oliver Hermanis. Living is based on the Akira Kurosawa movie Ikiru. And, yeah, it deals with a man, played by Bill Nye. Uh, who is uh, who finds out? Hey, he's, he has uh, he has terminal cancer, and uh, he ha- oh no, and so he has to basically come to terms with that, and sort of live a life because he's up to this point he's been very work focused, uh, a curmudgeoned old man. I found this movie to be very charming. It is sad when it has to be, but. I don't know. I, I love seeing Bill Nye in this. I think he's worthy of getting that Oscar nomination. Uh, and I don't know, Marcus. At this point, in my head, it may be a four-way race for Best Actor. Oh, my goodness. We got a 25% race here going? I think so. because No Paul Mascal, though. Uh, well, uh, Paul Mes- uh, what's what's the average here? So give Paul Mescal less than the top four. So how? So that would be like. Let's give uh, him three percent. Three. Uh, give him a, give, you know, give him ten, and the leftovers for the four. Ten percent. So 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 do that. Ten percent. Okay, ten percent. Uh, okay, so we got four divided by ninety. Um, I can do that math quick in my head. It's uh, equals uh, eighteen. So we're going to do 14, we're going to add 14% onto Bill Nye. So it's 10% uh, Paul Mescal, uh 24% uh, for uh, Bill Nye, and, and we'll say 26% for Austin Butler, we'll say 27% for Colin Farrell, and then we'll say like 40% on uh, Brendan Fraser. Uh, folks, I hope you kept track of that, because... We're going to quiz you on that later. <laughs> but yeah, I, I, I will say, like, I would not be surprised if on Oscar's Biggest Night, Jessica Chastain opens up that envelope and says, and the winner is Bill Nye. I would not be surprised if that happens. Because, like, uh, 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 I, okay, I, I can't wait for you to see it, Marcus. I can't wait for more people to see this. Because, yeah, it is a lovely movie. It is well shot. The score is amazing. Uh, uh, by Emily Leviathan Farosh. Um, but yeah, the cinematography, it looks so good. I don't know. I, I, I liked it a lot. And again, Bill Nye, excellent performance. When you see this movie... I'm glad to hear that you liked it. Yeah, Marcus... I, I do... I probably will watch it, yeah. Yeah, I was going to say, Marcus, listeners, when you watch it, you yeah, again, you'll realize, yeah, Bill Nye deserves that nomination. So yeah, living... Hey, I'm living for living. I am absolutely living for this. Right. So is it time for the finale here? Marcus, 
Tell me about this fucking war movie. Marcelo, All Quiet on the Western Front is a fucking war movie. Ho! Okay? Ho, ho, ho. World now- War One. France versus the world. You killed our Archduke. We're going to kill all of you, motherfuckers. Okay? And... It follows the story of these of this like of this like one platoon of uh, uh, German soldiers as they're experiencing the horrors of the war that surrounds them. They're kind of like uh, you got a mix of people. You got kind of like, but they're all they're all younger guys. But you got um, some that are like really shell shocked by it. don't none of them really want to be there. And you're all seeing like people getting blown apart and like uh, you you see their. Uh, mental state degrade as time goes on. Uh, you know, it's just one of those. It's just kind of a, a depressing uh, watch. Um, I would not say that there's anything all that noteworthy about it. Honestly, I think it's oh, just wow. a it's a totally solid adaptation of uh, or a remake, I guess, of of uh, what I hear is one of the classics, uh, classic war movies of all time. Um. I, it's hard to pick out anything that's like really stellar about it. There really isn't anything. It's just like, it's good. It's, it's baseline, it's baseline good. Like you'll watch it and you'll be like, yeah, that was good. But I I don't know why anybody would get blown away. I don't know why this is the awards leader, isn't it? Or it's like the second, it's tied for second place with like nine nominations. Yeah. Along with Banshees. Yeah, yeah. Can I ask you this as you continue? Uh, you said you haven't seen uh, the other adaptations of this, right? I, I haven't either. That's true, yeah. yeah. There, there's two other ones. There's one from 1930, and then there's one from 1979 that I think was a TV movie. I have heard that before about how All Quiet on the Western Front is like not spectacular. I, I, that's something I've heard echoed, um, which, again, I haven't seen it. I uh, All I can ask Marcus is like, you may have already said this. This is just like reiterating it. So there's nothing about it that's like astonishing. The direction, cinematography, the acting. No. Yeah, you've seen it all before, and you've seen it all before. Better, but like that doesn't mean it's not good. Okay. Because it is good. Um, I, I think the the who you could call the main character. I think he does a very fine job, and the, the whole platoon. Um, uh, they're all, they're all, uh, engaging personalities and you do, you do care about them and you feel for them in this, uh, you know, like, like it's like war is hell in, in that basic way. And then there's, uh, the cinematography, um, and the score are probably the two things that pop out to me the most about it. Um, it does look really good. But there's just something about a lot of like the 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 gore scenes that they it kind of just kind of lands with like a thud instead of like it, it should have more impact. It should be more like oh Jesus Christ, but the, nothing has the super impact you want. But like it's a totally solid war picture. I I I I get why people like it. I I I, I it feels like it's been a while since we've had. Our last one was like 1917, our last like war epic. Yeah. And uh, that one, I, I haven't seen it, but it's also like kind of similarly well received or similarly received um, to this one. And like, 
like where a lot of people are just like it's good but it's not spectacular and then then like so what like what is what is it before 1917 then dunkirk which i do think is spectacular but it's not quite that war movie that you want so like how long has it been since you've gotten that super good war movie i mean axel ridge is not it yeah i was gonna bring that up but that's not a super good war movie yeah uh, i agree with you it's like 1917 dunkirk before that, I don't even know. Like, what's uh, Saving Private Ryan? I mean, like, Saving Private Ryan was like ninety-eight. So long ago. Yeah. Uh, this is a good question. What's what? What are great war movies that came out between nineteen ninety-eight and like twenty seventeen? It, <laughs> it feels like there's a void in there. Like at the two, the early the two thousands, two thousand to twenty ten. I can't think oh, of any. I guess like Black Hawk Down. Was, was okay. Uh, that's okay, like early two yeah. thousands. There were some great Iraq War movies. Uh, Her yeah. Locker. Yeah, of course. But uh, the Great Wars, the ones yeah. everybody can quote unquote agree on. <laughs> but you know, it's uh, it's it's interesting that yeah, there has been a a vacuum with those war movies. But uh, honestly, I'm okay with that because. You know, something like Saving Private Ryan, I think, is like the pinnacle of all of that. It's hard to top that. Yeah. But then, like, yeah, you do have Dunkirk, with, with like, which um, I think successfully like is inventive in the way it presents uh, a war movie. But hey, like, nobody, and, uh, and yeah, Sam Mendes and Roger Deakins like sort of like tried to uh, innovate a war movie in their own way. But I don't know. I think it's just hard to do that. Like try to try to innovate. Uh, a war movie now because we've seen it, so many it is it, it, yeah we've seen so many do it amazingly so already because yeah i, I and and it's, uh, another interesting point is i just realized like yeah all the all quiet on the western front that's world war one right uh yeah 1917 also world war one um i'm noticing a trend here maybe it's like okay world war two we've seen enough of that let's go back to let's go back a bit world war one and we need somebody to hit it. It's it's been uh, it's been almost 100 years since the original All Quiet on the Western Front is hailed as a masterpiece. Yeah. So what else do we? So how many other World War One movies have we had in that time that are like that's Saving Private Ryan level masterpiece? Yeah. Uh, I again I, I'm coming up with a with a blank like a, a, you know yeah again there's been this vacuum but hey it, it sounds like All Quiet on the Western Front in your opinion Marcus doesn't hit that mark. It's just a, it seems no, but, like a very but like watch movie. it and you'll like it. Like I, I, I'm not gonna not recommend it. And I like these are worthy stories to tell, and it feels like part of who we are as a people to like tell these stories over and over. Like you, you, you think about uh, that's kind of like what movies were in the first place is like telling uh, heroic war stories. Uh, like that that feels like a staple of early film to me, and like. Yeah, it's it's remained a staple throughout the years, and it's remained that for a reason. There's a base level of acknowledgement that should be done uh, to like quote unquote not forget history or whatever. But I don't know. He could make a better movie. So uh, I am looking through all of the best picture nominees. All right, uh, just a few war movies that we forgot. I'm missing two. I'm missing two. What are you missing? What, what what are you talking about? I have not seen Avatar The Way of Water or Women Talking. I wanted to go to Avatar. I would have gone this weekend. What happened? But we got hit with a snowstorm. Oh, no. Yep. 
you had to cancel my tickets. I had them bought. I mean, Marcus, it's more like the way of ice for you. <laughs> exactly. What what does water eventually turn into? All water eventually becomes ice. I don't think that's true. <laughs> I don't think all water turns into <laughs> ice eventually. <laughs> Uh, we forgot to mention Darkest Hour, which is a forgettable war movie. It, if, 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 oh, God. If, if even you can call it a war movie, it's like more like a drama. The politics behind war, that's what you want to see. Yeah. Um, looking through, I'm just reading all these. Oh, fucking American Sniper, I guess, 2014. Garbage. Uh, oh, uh, I, this isn't really a war movie. It's more like a spy thriller. Zero Dark Thirty. Um, hey, 2011. Another Spielberg. War Horse. Remember War Horse? Mm. Is that good? I, I don't know. Is that good? It's good Spielberg, but not like great Spielberg. Um, gotcha. Wait, well, hey, Atonement. I haven't seen that. I think that's a that's partly a war movie. There are war sequences in that. Atonement. I don't know that. Yeah. Oh, or I didn't know that. Yeah. We're forgetting. Oh, I don't think we forgot because this this is a little bit forgettable. Uh, Letters from Iwo Jima. Oh, okay, yeah, definitely. But that that's, one, it's, that's a that's a worthwhile movie. Yeah, it's it's. I I mean, I forgot about it, but I think it, from my memory back when I saw it, I, I do remember it being good. All right. How about Flags of Our Fathers? That was like the the two parter. I I only saw Iwo Jima. Uh, I've seen both. I remember more of Iwo Jima than Flags. Yeah, uh, and that's it. I see no other war movies really, uh, but Weird. yeah, there there it kind of seems like there has been a drought. Yeah, there's been drought. Um, in some ways. I still stand by my point when I say it is hard to do war movies, especially when you try to make like a like a new innovative one, uh, because nobody can top a Saving Private Ryan. Um, no. And like Chris Nolan has to come in and go, I'm gonna do this wacky timeline thing and and make it cool. And Dunkirk, which I think, I, 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 think I love Dunkirk. I think it's Christopher Nolan's best movie. But but like I said earlier, it's not the war movie you think of when you think of a war movie. <laughs> like yeah, it's. I think it's great, and I think it does like how it focuses on its individual characters um, as opposed to the to the war effort at large. I think that's very successful how it does that. But yeah, it's not it's not the war epic, you know. So there we go. Uh, I'll see it eventually. I kind of want to see it in a theater. I'll quiet in the Western Front. I, I think that would improve your experience. Yeah. So I last I checked. Oh, and, and this is worth mentioning. I did do a uh, a search of uh, what theaters are going to do, like the, the showing all the Best Picture nominees. And so far, I see that Cinemark is one of the ones that are playing all of all ten nominees in theaters. And that's starting early March. So I, I saw that they're playing oh. All Quiet uh, at the at the Cinemarks uh, uh, in early March. So I'll we'll, be there. We'll talk about it when you see it. I'm, I, I am very interested to hear your thoughts. Yeah. I do have one uh, final note. I watched it with the English dub. Oh, I didn't even know that you could choose. Uh, yeah, I, there there is an English dub on Netflix. Um, I would probably go with the German language one. I was just in like a position. I was like cleaning and stuff. I couldn't 
give my full attention to it. So I, kind of, I guess sort of had it on in the background for parts of it. So I had to go with the English so I could hear them speaking. But I'm, gu- I'm guessing that their uh, native performances are better. All right, so there you go. We close the book on the Best Picture nominees for now. We'll talk about them, I'm sure, in the next episode and future episodes. Um, so wait, how many more? Okay, so you need to see Avatar. And what was the other one that you need, that you need to see? Women talking. Women talking. Which I think I'll also have to wait for a uh, Oscar night at the movies thing. Yes, I'm sure it'll get to your part of the world, Marcus. Uh, if uh, if it didn't get nominated, it, it probably would disappear. But but now it's nominated, it'll it'll get out there anyway. Do we have time for the Discord segment, or should we just save no. that for the next episode? <laughs> But if you want to get in on the Discord, yeah. <laughs> uh, fun place, com slash Discord. We will ask you questions uh, at with the understanding that we will read them on air, and then we're not going to read them on air. Yeah. So, yeah, just come talkfilmsociety.com slash Discord. Don't worry, folks. We'll read your answers. We're going to gaslight you. Yeah. <laughs> we asked this question last week. We promised we'd get to it this week. Sorry. We're going to push it back to to the next episode <laughs> uh, but yes like Marcus said go to the discord talkfilmsociety.com slash discord alright Marcus what an episode we talked awards oh yeah none can deny <laughs> if anything okay for an hour or so nobody can say that we didn't talk awards we did our job here mm-hmm. we signed a contract we definitely did do that we signed a contract saying we have to do a certain amount of episodes weekly leading up to the oscar uh, ceremony and we did it we did it (laughs) (laughs) marcus thank you any any last words any plugs anything you want to say before we wrap it up goodbye thank you folks uh oh i'm gonna say this one more time vote in the talk film society awards i see I, i hey i can see the ballots come in they're coming in. People are excited about voting. I mean, more people should have been excited the first round. But now, hey, that doesn't matter. Uh, uh, now that we're in the final round, people are getting their votes in. I'm happy about that. Talkfilmsociety.com slash TFS Awards. Oh, and go to the Patreon. Patreon.com slash Society. Just dropped the Logan Lucky commentary. Uh, as of this recording, I'm about to drop... The malignant commentary. Um, got plenty of commentaries going on over there. Uh, keep subscribed to the Patreon through October. Then after October, you can cancel. But you, you, October's going to be a big one. October's going to be big. We won't say too much about it now, but we're going to tease you for the next 10 months. Stay tuned. <laughs> All right. Thanks, Marcus. Thanks, listeners. Thanks, me. Uh, and everybody, I, I, I want to get this out there. I want to say this to everybody. Hey, I see you at the movies. Nope, I never say that. All right, bye. Bye.